All right, here we go for February 14th, 2022. Another exciting adventure. Let's talk about my week last week. Maybe I talked about this already. I think it was this week that this happened. Anyway, I went to go pick up the load and fully loaded. Not too heavy, but the landing gear won't won't retract. I can't get the landing gear up. So what do I do? Go to the shop. I haven't cut the legs off the landing gear. Yeah, just cut the legs right off. It was broken anyway. They couldn't, you know, there was no way it was going to retract. And they couldn't do anything else. So they took a grinder and just cut the legs right off. And when I got to where I was going, they put a couple of jack stands underneath it. And I dropped the trailer. Spotter came in and hooked up to it. Put it in the dock. They unloaded it. Then they put it back. And, uh, you know, now this week I'm probably going to go back there, pick it up and take it back at the end of the week. Drop it off at the shop. Makes sense. I could do that. No problem. So that's what we're doing probably this week. I don't know. It's pretty strange. Never had to cut the landing gear off before. That was so weird. Other than that, not too much going on. It's pretty cold out still. What is the temperature here in Wisconsin? It's 13 degrees. Yes, 13 degrees. And this week we're probably going to hit a little ice and snow. Last week hit a little ice and snow. Put up a video on the Trucking with Kingfish. TWK Trucking with Kingfish YouTube channel. It's a small stretch in Fargo with a bunch of trucks that had spun out and a few cars. And which is strange because I was going eastbound and it was dry roads. A little bit of ice in Fargo, not a big deal. Slowed down to about 50, it wasn't a big deal. Then once I got outside of Fargo, I got back, I could do 70, the roads were dry. Get into Billings and then came back. By the time I got back to Fargo, uh, far outside of Fargo, it was all snowed and iced up. A lot of wrecks. A lot of wrecks. I couldn't believe it. I was totally in shock. So if you want to see that, just go to the Trucking with Kingfish YouTube channel. It's Trucking with Kingfish, TWK. Just look it up. That being said, there's a lot of car shows, truck shows coming up. If anybody does any video or footage on there and they want to share it on the YouTube channel, uh, send it to me. I'll put it up there. I can't go to all these car shows, all these truck shows. It's just not possible. I really would like to go to some of the more, you know, different truck shows, see different trucks, but it's not going to happen. I know for sure I'm going to hit uh, the Wapan truck show, which is, I believe, sometime in July. I'll have to look that one up. And then I'm also going to hit uh, Iowa 80, which is just a fantastic show. So that's a big one to go to. So, all right. Well, anyway, that being said, let's get on with the news. Not too much to talk about today. So let's get on with it. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind. On the open road with Kingfish, right well, here. This sucks. 
A robbery attempt at Arizona truck stop leaves one dead, one injured. Yeah. Why would anybody do that? Cameras are everywhere. You know, just stop shooting people, okay? It's just stupid. Anyway, Arizona police said that a suspect was killed and another person was seriously injured after an early morning robbery attempt that took a dead, that turned deadly. Officers responded to a pilot truck stop located in Avondale, Arizona, shortly before 5 a.m. on February 6th for the reported shooting. This happened on the I-10. I'm not sure what the mile marker is. It's on 99th Avenue. It's a pilot. Everybody knows what a pilot looks like. When police arrived on the scene, they found two men suffering gunshot wounds. According to the Avondale Police Department, investigators learned a 19-year-old Sidney Luckett had attempted to rob two men inside the truck stop. So they were inside the truck stop. That's pretty stupid. A physical fight broke out between Luckett and the two men. Luckett shot one of the men with a handgun multiple times. Police say that a truck stop security guard attempted to stop the altercation. When Luckett pointed the handgun at the security guard, the officer opened fire on Luckett. Luckett died on the scene. Wow, that didn't go over well for you, did it, kid? It really sucks at 19 years old to throw away your life like that to rob somebody for pennies at a truck stop. And inside the truck stop of all places. You know, what is the world coming to? And just uh, make better choices, please. Well, he doesn't make any choices anymore, and I think that's sad. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this one's a little misleading. It says, $1 million bond set for unlicensed trucker accused of fatally striking a sheriff. All right, if he didn't have a license, he wasn't a trucker, okay? He's not a trucker. All right, so here's what it says. A truck driver accused of hitting a police officer in Tennessee will be held on a $1 million bond to judges ruled. The fatal accident happened last Thursday, February, or the 7th, February 3rd. The truck driver in question, 43-year-old Christopher Savannah, has had his bond set on Monday, February 7th, in Roan County, Tennessee. All right, that's the guy who did the driving. According to WVLT News 8, Savannah failed to slow for a rolling barricade set up by the now-deceased sheriff as he attempted to remove a ladder from the roadway. Police records show that he was under the influence at the time of the wreck. So the cop was trying to get the, a ladder out of the roadway, and this idiot was drinking and took out the cop, which is just messed up. So he's got a $1 million bond, and I suspect that since he ran over a cop and killed him, he's going to be seeing some time, and rightfully so. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive with a truck. You see a cop moving a ladder or working on the side of the road, get in the next lane, give him some room. Get ambulances, tow trucks, give him room, get over in the next lane. Don't mess with these people. They're working for you. They're putting their lives on the line for you. All right, please keep that in mind. All right, let's get moving on. Our condolences to the family of the cop. Very tragic. Another stupid decision. And lives... We're lost. Just unbelievable. All right, here's another tragic story. A good Samaritan was killed while attempting to provide help involved in a previous wreck in Florida early on Monday morning. The accident occurred February 7th in Gibsonton, Gibsonton Florida, at around 2.40 a.m. on Interstate 75. Uh, according to Fox 10 News, a black Toyota driven by a 19-year-old veered out of its southbound lane on I-75 and struck the back of a tanker truck in the lane next to it, to its right. So the guy was in the left lane, swerved to the right, hit the back of the tanker truck, okay? The force of the collision overturned the Toyota, that's what the kid was driving, overturned the Toyota, and left it sitting in the southbound lanes of traffic. A white Toyota then stopped, the first one was a black Toyota, a white Toyota then stopped to avoid striking a wrecked vehicle, but was struck from behind by a Ford, creating a second wreck, 
An uninvolved Lexus driver then stopped to offer help to those involved in a wreck. All right, a southbound flatbed semi-truck then struck the wrecked black, toy- black Toyota, which pushed the black Toyota into the white Toyota wrecked by the teen. The white Toyota was then pushed into the Ford vehicle, which then fatally struck the Lexus driver, who was outside of the vehicle attempting to help. The flatbed truck was still unable to stop and eventually skidded into a metal guardrail, spilling its load of plywood into the nearby ravine. All right, this is the part. We're almost done. It's hard to follow, isn't it? Both truck drivers resolved in the chain reaction situation were unhurt in the wrecks, but both Toyota drivers, along with the Ford driver, were un- were injured. Or they were injured. The unidentified... A Lexus driver died as a result of the accident. So basically, yeah, this is a horrific story, but what I want to get across here is that if you stop to help somebody else, keep your eyes on what's going on. And even though there's a lot going on, don't expect people to see or know what's going on, especially if it's over a hill or a rise. You know, an accident scene, it can be very dangerous. Can This one just kept getting worse and worse. And unfortunately, the Lexus driver died because of this. If he wouldn't have stopped and would have kept going or maybe pull up, you know, he'd still be alive today. So my suggestion is if you ever need to stop for something like this, pull up past the accident. All right. And then stop on the shoulder if you can past the accident and do it where there's enough room for emergency vehicles to get in there. Because if your car is in the way, you're, you're hindering their response and also, you can get blocked in and you get stuck there. So especially if you're a big truck, your car go past the accident and then stop. That's what I always do. And, you know, it seems to work for me. So keep that in mind. And always keep one eye on the road, one eye on the accident. All right? One eye on the road, one eye on the accident. And maybe put a fire extinguisher in your car. I know I have one in mine. I've used it a couple times. All right, let's keep moving on. All right, you know we can't get away with this. We'll probably go back to this in a few minutes. But uh, U.S. Republicans vow to probe GoFundMe decision halting Canadian truck driver donations. Yeah, I'm I'm a little curious about that one myself. I think their alternatives are a little not so, you know, unpolitically motivated. But uh, I have to wonder why GoFundMe thought that they could donate that money to other charities. You know, what made them think they could do that? I don't know. So anyway. Republicans are putting on an investigation on that, and rightfully so. And on the Ontario Trucking Association is distancing themselves from the whole thing. Like its federal counterpart, the Ontario Trucking Association said the behavior of a small minority of protesting truck drivers is reflecting upon the vast majority of 300,000 truck drivers across Canada who are vaccinated. Apparently, they're saying like a huge number of, of Canadians are vaccinated. Amid the so-called Freedom Convoy protest and Ottawa weekend protest in Toronto, President Stephen Laskowski said that the vast majority of the Ontario trucking industry is vaccinated, and the overall vaccination rate among commercial drivers closely mirrors that of the general public. Best estimates nationally are that roughly 90% of truck drivers have received their vaccines, allowing them to comply with the January 22nd federal mandate that all drivers must have received two doses that cross the border into the United States. So there's a lot more going on here, but yeah, I don't know. It just, it's, it's a mess. It really is a mess, but I don't, 
you know, not they're not. It's not like when you hear the story, it's like all drivers are into this. As for me, what's my take on it? I really don't have a take. I'm not from Canada. It's up to them to decide what they want to do. Just like if the Canadians were to come down here and try to tell me how to pass our laws and do our things, I would tell them to go sail a boat. And rightfully so, I have no right to tell Canadians what to think or do. Uh, and thanks for sure. I'll be glad when it's all over because, well, interstate commerce, you know, or in, inter, inter country, the, the border between the Ambassador Bridge alone. Over $400 million worth of goods and services go across that bridge every day. And all that's been disrupted. So this is hurting a lot of people's livelihoods. So hopefully they'll figure out a resolution that everybody can be happy with soon so we can get back to normal. Whatever whatever that means anymore. All right, let's get moving on. All right, no matter what's going on up there, it sounds like tensions are pretty high. Another Canadian trucking protest story. A truck driver was caught on camera nudging a bicyclist out of their path with their truck in Canada earlier this week. Sometimes we hear about that, like at the cattle places, you know, the, the slaughterhouses and stuff, the animal rights protesters getting away the trucks. Apparently, the video was captured. There's a video, but I don't see the video. By a bystander at the corner of Ontario Street and 12th Avenue in Vancouver, February 6th. In the video, a bicyclist traveling with a group of other bikers appears to intentionally move in front of the rig at an intersection during a green light. The trucker refuses to yield to the biker and instead moves slowly towards the person, gently nudging them out of the way with the nose of the truck and forcing a person and forcing a person to carry their bike out of the rig's, uh, the rig's path. The truck continues on its way, a pickup hauling a trailer with a protest sign follows in its wake. After the video was posted to Twitter, upset viewers contacted trucking company. We do not support or condone actions of our drivers, the company said. Uh, apparently, they terminated the guy. Uh, I don't know. You know, you, you pick who the villain here. Was it the guy in the bike blocking the traffic, or was it the driver? Uh, I don't know. I, I tend to, on this one, I tend to lean with the driver. I'm not that he nudged the guy, but... The fact that this would have never happened if the guy in a bike wouldn't have never did that to begin with. And this could have gone very wrong, very wrong indeed. So hopefully things like that will not happen in the future, but they will. All right, let's get moving on. Well, here's the last person you want to hit. Two drivers or two people were injured when a crat and a crat drank one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed that one up, didn't I? Two people were injured during a, tra a crash involving Ohio Department of Transportation impact actuator truck on Monday morning. A attenuator? I don't even know what that is. Anyway, the State Highway Patrol responded uh, US 35 Mallmarker 91 in Fayette County shortly after 10 a.m. on February 7th as an Ohio Department of Transportation crew was repairing potholes in the area at the time of the collision. Uh, Ohio's, uh, Ohio says that the 51-year-old truck driver Robert W. Bullock was driving a tractor trailer eastbound on, a, on US 35 when he struck an Ohio Department of Transportation truck equipped with an impact actuator driven by a 20-year-old Levi DeLong. I'm assuming it's that thing that drops down and it's like a flat kind of thing to absorb the, the you know, to absorb the, the crash, you know. Both drivers were hospitalized with non-threatening injuries. Boy, they really screwed this truck up. The crash remains under investigation. It was a FedEx truck with a set of doubles. I don't know. From the photos, it looks like a nice big flat area. There's a little bit of ice and snow on the ground. Maybe that had something to do with it. It's hard to say. Otherwise, the cab of the, the it's a day cab. The cab of the truck's totally destroyed. There's not much left of it, and it's on its side. So, ooh, 
Uh, hopefully the driver isn't hurt too badly. We don't like that at all. All right, let's get moving on. All right, this is a big one. This is really big. Uh, major fire reported in Indiana truck stop. Now, this is the, the Loves over in Gary, Gary, Indiana. In fact, I don't know if the guy's still there, but the guy who used to work at the Aurora Loves, Jeff. Jeff was fantastic. Always worked nice and one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Uh, he had a weird, crazy smile to him, but we always liked Jeff. And he remembered, strangely, he remembered every driver's name. I don't know why, but uh, he transferred from Aurora, uh, Nebraska, I think it's Aurora, Nebraska, to this Loves and Gary. At least that's what they told me when he wasn't there anymore. Hopefully he wasn't hurt. But Jeff had a weird smile. Maybe he started the fire. I don't know. So it says a large fire caused major damage at a lot of truck travel centers location in Indiana on Thursday. This last week. The fire was reported shortly after 10.30 a.m. on February 10th at the Loves and Gary. All right. Oh, that's pretty bad. It looks like somebody flew their drone. It's a nice shot overhead. Looks like it started in the overhead. And it just took out the whole center of the storm. Uh, local outlet ABC7 reports that the fire destroyed the Denny's restaurant adjacent to the truck stop. You can see the smoke all the way to the I-80. So... Love says that the store is closed indefinitely. The company says that all workers and customers were able to exit the building safely. The cause of the fire is under investigation. This is a developing story. Well, for one, I, I read another article that said it was in the ventilation system that it started. So, I don't know. They're still, still going through it. Now, when I used to work for Roadway... I used to go over to this, well, roadway slash YRC slash your retirement canceled. What I would do is I would go over, I'd get stuck between rungs, so I'd go over to this Love's and I'd take a shower. So I know this one pretty well. It's pretty decent size. Love's pretty big. It's a little different than than uh, some of the others. I think it used to be something else, you know, like a pilot or something at one time. I'm not sure I'd have to look. But anyway, that one's closed, which is too bad because that's a big... It's a big one for the area. Now, it just says the store is closed. It doesn't say anything about the parking. So if you're in that area and there's not a lot of parking in that area, double check to see if they're parking there. I don't know if they are or not. Uh, it could go either way on that one because they had a, not too big a parking lot, but it was big enough. But I wouldn't be surprised if the whole thing was shut down. All right, let's get moving on. And, and thankfully, everybody made it out okay. Oh, wow, this is huge. Packer is recalling about, that's Packer, P-A-C-C-A-R, is recalling about 3,511 model year 2022 Peterbilt 579 tractors equipped with chassis, chassis, God, do you think I'd be able to say chassis, chassis fairings, according to a National Highway Safety Transportation Administration, God, I'm just really screwing this up. According to National Highway Traffic Safety Administration documents, the bolts that hold the chassis fairing steps assembly in the closed position may loosen and fracture the latch attachment, causing the fairing assembly to flex. A partially unsecured cab step can unexpectedly move while entering or exiting the cab, increasing the risk of injury, uh, the recall states. Dealers will add new fasteners and a bracket for free to fix the issue. Owners can contact Peterbilt Customer Service at 1-940-591-4220. I'll say it uh, two more times. 1-940-591-4220. And one more time. That's 
3-2-4-2-2-0 with recall number, and I'll say that again twice, three times as well. Sorry, three times. Tw- uh, 2-2-P-B-A. That's 2-2-P-B-A or 2-2-Papa-Bravo-Alpha. All right, and the NH, the National Highway Safe, uh, Transportation Safety Association, recall number is 22Victor016. All right, if you have any more comments, just look that up. All right, but that's a big one. That's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of trucks. All right, well, it looks like that's all I got for this week. I had to stop and take a break. Go and watch the halftime show. I'm not much of a rap guy, but. And quite honestly, I find most of the halftime shows pretty boring, but this one was nonstop. I rather enjoyed it, actually. I like the fact that it was just boom, 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 boom all the way through the show. That was really nice. You know, like I said, I'm not a rap person, but, you know, I'm down with it. Is that what they say? Is that what the kids say? I'm down with it? (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, that's all I got for this week. Not too much going on. There's, uh, yeah, I got to get ready for work. I got to head out to wherever it is I'm going. Billings. I got to go to Billings. That's where I got to go. I had to think about that one a second. You know, other than that, not too much going on. Like I said, check out the TWK Trucking with Kingfish YouTube channel. You'll see a bunch of stuff there. And if you got anything you want to share, anything you got, let me know. You know, go ahead and do that. I'm not, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not real big on taking other people's stuff off of YouTube and reusing it, but I wouldn't, you know, if you have original content, you know, by all means, I'd love to put it up if it's, if you think it goes with my theme on the YouTube channel. It's transportation, so it could be shipping, could be, you know, big ships, could be big trucks, could be bicycles, I don't care. If it's, if it's interesting, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and put it up, you know, something like that. So, anyway, that's all I got. I hope you have a great week. And hopefully you're warmer than I am. Because it is currently... Oh, it's 11 degrees. It was 13 when we started. So, have a great week. Talk to you later. <laughs>